0: It's Doug Benson, and you're listening to The Loudcast. Oh, what's it? The Loudcast?
1: Black Lou is our only, uh, he's our piece of justice. He is now officially, what do you mean we have a black friend? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Loudcast. Louis J. here. You already know what's going on. It's the interview session of The Loudcast. I have a very special guy in studio, Mr. Lou Whiskey. Yo. What's going on, man? How are you today? Good. Pleasure to be here. Lou works the board... I mean, first of all, Lou is a board extraordinaire. He works for Sebastian Maniscalco uh, on the show called what what now? Pete and Sebastian Show. Two guys. Pete and Sebastian, but you also know him from, I mean, one of the greatest shows of all time, The Bonfire, where he's always dropping drops, beats, background music. YouTube music. I mean, I help him out sometimes, maybe like five percent of the time. But black really, Lou,
0: uh, I, white Lou needs black Lou. So you <laughs> gotta help. I need your help.
1: He's. I mean, he's normally really. He's really killing it out there. Lou, what's going on today, man? How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good, buddy. Thank so, you for having me. I didn't realize what, you, what, what I'm supposed to do, but I got this. <laughs> I got this. I feel. You, I feel your vibe. Go. I'm black still.
1: Lou. I'm still waiting for the audio to load on Profit here, but I. I do have access to YouTube. What do you now, want to do? We what what I do in some of these interview sessions Is I talk about things that are Everything but What you do mainly So if it was Soder, I'd talk about everything but comedy I want to know Dude. about his Love for wrestling I want to know okay, about hit it So Good. with you I don't want to really talk about comedy And what we do for the bonfire What we, you know What you do for I want to talk about your love for music I want to talk about anything else Childhood stuff Jam. Love for weed So yeah, Bring tell Pearl me Tell so me a do? little bit about How your love for Pearl Jam started was it one of your first albums? No. What What? What about Pearl Jam? There's a
0: song called Release, and in like 1993, I heard it in a car, and it just changed my life. Uh, Release by Pearl Jam. Anybody who likes them will know what that is.
1: I'm going to look that up on YouTube about, right now. Uh, tell, about, tell me about it. It's
0: about Eddie Vedder losing his dad and, uh, you know, giving him a prayer uh, in the middle of the night. And uh, most Pearl Jam fans are born through that song. I can tell you for a, for a fact because I've... I've seen them over like 70 times. I don't want to brag, but it's like 75. Now, uh, You've actually seen them that many times? Are yes, you fucking serious? Yes, sto- but I really stopped counting because it's, it's uh, obnoxious to say to somebody how many shows you've been to only so that they can give you back their number and you know you're going to beat them, which is right. how I lived my life for 20 years. <laughs> but this one time, I was in Philadelphia and uh, two years ago, uh, and this guy next to me, was a lawyer, handsome as fuck, built like a brick. Wait, built like a brick shit house. Brick shit house. <laughs> and a better. What's more insulting is he was a better pearl jam friend to me because I threw out how many shows? Um, I've been like sixty-four of them now. You know, right, right, right. I stopped right. counting. He goes, yeah, ninety-two. Fucking hard throb with crazy. ninety-two. Oh my god, so man! So now, I, now, so I feel. It's an obnoxious question. It doesn't matter. If you just see them once or you even like one song, I'll be your friend and I'll tell you where what song to go to next.
1: Was there a certain time in your life where so for example with me, uh, I went through a bad breakup through one of Drake's first albums. Um not his first album. But his album's kind of whatever,
0: Drake will get you through. His he
1: helped me through some breakups. He 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 instills confidence That's in me. What Drake does. You know what I'm saying? So what was that for you with Pearl Jam? Was it something that Made you feel better about life?
0: Yeah. that things you were going through? Yes At the time I needed it I was a kid from the 90s I had beautiful long flowing hair Like silky uh, Have you ever seen uh, Terminator 2? Ed- Eddie Furlong? Yes <laughs> You do look that's, like Eddie Furlong uh, for real yeah, I, I don't want to brag But that's, that's how I look <laughs> And now he's fat and old And I'm fat and old And we still connect We vibe Right uh, Actually I had this job When I was 19 Of um Delivering Kodak film to get developed all all along the uh, tri state area. And I had to gas up every morning, and this little kid behind the pump, uh, I say that because he was a little runt, he looked exactly like Eddie Vedder. And I asked him if he was a fan, and he's like, gee, the biggest fan. You just stumbled (laughs) onto something. And he gave me like all these bootlegs of live shows of Pearl Jam at Red Rocks. Right. Like Pearl Jam was just a band I kind of liked, and I, I, I liked to wear flannels. But once I heard them live, I knew I wanted to be part of that, and then I just never stopped. I never stopped going.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. And it's always great to fall in love with a band some sort of special way. And it,
0: have them not let you down after all this time. Like, you know, if they make a right turn, like Dave Matthews lost me for a bunch of years, but I already you know, accidentally saw him 30 times just what, because I think he has it again, you know. Uh, um, what did he do to lose you? Uh, he wouldn't play the hits when I yelled, Play the hits! Oh, he was, at, he, at, is he one PNC of those guys Arts that Center. plays his new shit? Yeah Okay He was, he was in this uh, experimental stage And uh, I wasn't having it because I was drunk in Jersey So I said, play the hits Right And then I got thrown out I don't know how any of You got thrown out
1: of a Dave Matthews concert? I, I, I was shocked. Get the fuck out of here Well,
0: they didn't want me there So I felt that <laughs> and I left I felt that vibe and I got the fuck out
1: Please, yo, first of all What song did you get thrown out to? Do yeah. you remember? Do you, please what tell me it was deep, the space was between you? song?
0: Yeah to getting thrown out, <laughs> I don't know something with a fucking horn, angry horn. That's absolutely hilarious.
1: I'm a big Dave Matthews fan. He was one of the early guys that really kind of put me onto like white cultured music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than no doubt, right, uh, right. Tragic He's Kingdom, kind
0: of like a, you have a hippie, hippie tendencies. He exactly. Was the perfect f- thing for us. Yeah. He was just what I needed. I mean, I can't see Pearl Jam a lot. They don't play a lot. Dave was always there for me.
1: Recently, you went to Amsterdam. Uh, on vacation, you met up with Dan Soder, co-host of the Bonfire. Amazing guy to hang out with, obviously. What was that experience like to to see one of your favorite bands with one of your favorite people?
0: Oh, it was fun as hell. I knew Dan has seen Pearl Jam one time, and he was excited to see with me, see them with me, because uh, I'm a super fan. But it's also fun to hang out with a comedian and a funny guy like him. Man, he. Everything was uh, an adventure, and he's uh, he's just the funniest motherfucker. But he took um, mushrooms; uh, they called them truffles, and he took too many. And when he went to see Pearl Jam with me, I wound up being his guide, right, his, right, right, his tour guide in- into because uh, I didn't take a lot of, I took a tiny bit of truffles just to understand what the fuck they were thinking. But he was like pulling these, pulling this shit. Like we're on the floor at the Ziggo Dome in Amsterdam, and he's like. Here, here, get me out of here! These fucking uh, Dutch people hate me. And I'm just quoting him because he retold that he retells it like that. Have you was, been to a dispensary also, before? I didn't realize at the time that he was so bugged out. He was so bugged out on on mushrooms, shuffles that he uh, he missed release. Right. And he missed the first song, which is his favorite song too, and, and like two other songs. that he texted me, and then I and then I I walked him through the rest, and uh ah, it was still fun, man. He came out of it during Rearview Mirror, and. uh he had, a, he had a ball
1: what was the setup of the truffle shop because I'm thinking of weed in a form of a dispensary
0: where everything's laid out you can kind of pick and choose there's two ways to do it there is a smoke shop or mm-hmm. there is a cafe cafe is where you go in and you have some tea and then there's a, there's a window where you can get all kinds of weed but you can't is get it laid truffles. out like
1: is it is it late are the truffles laid out like a display I don't like know you're buying, to, I like you're buying seafood
0: the, I didn't go into the truffle store I don't oh. know oh okay I'm not that kind of guy No, actually, um, I bet you it's the same thing But you have to go into an actual smoke shop They don't have a lot of laws, but the ones they do have, you have to kind of obey Got it So anyway, he he, he didn't ruin my night, but uh, God damn, what a handful I Right love, I love you, Dan
1: I love you, Dan Now, we already hit, obviously, one of your favorite tracks from Pearl Jam
0: Oh yeah, you got the rights to that.
1: Is there? Oh, we're gonna find the rights. I don't give a fuck. Is there any? <laughs> uh, give me another song from them that you that really hits home. What's close my motivation? To home
0: if gone. I'm a DJ, who am I trying to please? Why do you want another Pearl Jam song? Because you want me to tell you, you never heard this before, and just anybody will love it. Right. If you never heard Black, you, you're missing out.
1: From Pearl Jam. Yeah, and good I've lo- never heard Black before, so you,
0: you you were probably part of your wedding uh, DJ set list. It was definitely part of your wedding. I don't know. It was Is
1: this something that they've played in, like, that it's has the been most picked up in a lot of commercials? Uh,
0: no, because come on, guy, we're not the we're not commercial. Uh, we don't we don't, <laughs> we don't sell to uh, Amazon. But uh, uh, yeah, black. Uh, you could go any live, absolutely any live version, so you can hear the crowd. And uh, oh, it'll change your life. I bet you. I bet you, someone you know, like your wife. I bet she loves black and she doesn't, doesn't know it. Once you hear it, you'll know it you we all know it. Come on, Lou, you got skill. Pearl Jam Black Live.
1: <laughs> I have at least two oh, or go. three more questions for you and then we're good.
0: never on this side of the mic, bro. I hope I hope I you quote me warmly and I'm gonna keep the music
1: on for this. Uh, So we both work for a show called The Bonfire. I wanted to take it away from music for a little bit. Crackle, crackle. I know this is called Everything But, but the last thing that we're going to talk about here is going to be a little bit about the show that we both work for. Now, you are the king of drops. You cut the drops. You put the drops together. You know the timing in which to play them.
0: Explain drops for the layman.
1: Drops as in anything that is one to two seconds that... uh, could be it's basically a show callback. If you're a fan of comedy and, and, and comedians and callbacks when they do stand up, it's just like on radio. You know, there are certain themes to the show that we.
0: No, but even simpler, it's a button I press to right. get to play a sound a, a sound bite. A exactly, quick, a quick sound bite to alter the conversation or 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 aid or, it or help, or help it. it. Yes,
1: on the bonfire we have a certain amount of call, uh, uh, not callbacks but drops. And I wanted to ask Lou being that he's the guy that plays those drops, what some of his favorite drops were.
0: Anything Jacob. uh, Jacob's our producer, and... Anything Jacob to me is, dude... He just lends himself to radio. He's a producer, and he doesn't want to be on the air, which all great producers should not want to be on the fucking air. It's beautiful. Right. His his goal is to make a great radio show, and he can't sleep if Dan and Jay don't have a great show. But uh, when you ask him about his life and his goddamn weirdness... He has the most uh, subtle little voice, and he doesn't want you to call him out on it because he wants to be a man that can handle himself. So don't you ever say his voice is meek. But like, <laughs> God damn, those meek drops are fucking killing me. I fucking love him, and uh, he just says the greatest shit.
1: But pound for pound, right, heavyweight boxing match, Christina's drops versus Jacob's drops. I mean, christine has got some good shit out there. If you really...
0: They would both be a great fight. Uh, if I had to fight the the, uh, the sounds. Actually, oh, man, don't make me do that for this edit. I'm not <laughs> right. editing for this. Sh- no way. But, no uh, need. Anyone, anyone that hears I'll this is going to know. Though, they're both sexy. Jacob and, and Christine, their drops are both sexy. Okay. So it would be passionate Fantastic. no matter what. It would be passionate.
1: Can I get, as a closer, can I get your favorite drop of each person that you have so that means even if your favorite favorite drop of dan soda is the far drop that would
0: of of my favorite drops like what i drop for who's your favorite drop of christine
1: what's your favorite button for jacob what's your favorite button for dan
0: i could tell you um the one i press the most the, the button i press the most every day is uh something jacob about being gay 'cause he's not gay, you see. He is all about women. He, in fact, he has a date tomorrow and he's going to Jurassic Park with a, with a real He's going to see Jurassic Park? Yes, with the girl from the, the, from the 4th of July party. That no. hot girl that was smoking. No, I understand, but why go see a, a movie more with hot, her. being being so beautiful. I'm jealous of Jacob. I'm going to steal his girl and make the drops.
1: We got to do if if this doesn't work out, we got to do love connection with Jacob. Or at least let me do a black hitch with Jacob.
0: Yo, I don't even know what drops I pressed, bro
1: My favorite one is uh, Something about fucking faggots <laughs> Oh, him.
0: Yo, that's it Because he hates it.
1: faggot He hates it so much yeah. It makes him so uncomfortable
0: So, are we talking Should I talk about that? Yeah Jacob was telling a story about how he got accosted by a muscle Not accosted Jacob was telling a story about He had a meeting with a muscly guy at an intersection in Brooklyn Coming to work okay. And this guy Uh Declared that everybody's a fucking faggot and that he could fuck all the girls in this town And Jacob retelling that story with no one interrupting him makes the best drops ever And I I know the words aren't, you know, shouldn't be using these words But he's telling a story of what this guy was saying on the street So now he gets embarrassed every time I I, I drop these, (laughs) drop these sounds
1: That's what that was cut from? Yep Okay because if you ever watch the Camper or Facebook page, people are asking about where the drops come from all the oh, time. Oh, yeah? Which is cool because they're obviously new listeners.
0: Right, but some of them are, some of those listeners are there from before you were there, and they give me, like, requests. And if I see them say, I wish Lou would press this stupid button You should do your best to play Yeah. It? Hell, yeah. Like, there was this black girl that called in talking about she loves big, thick, got black cock. Mmm, I can't, like, like she really, and it was <laughs> Chandra. Uh, <laughs>
1: Not Pierce, though.
0: No, 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 no. Black Chandra and... Y- y- you would have hated her, actually. <laughs> just, just black, super black. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was, she was a lot of fun. So somebody just said that on the Facebook page. Uh, Camp Bonfire Campers? Is that the name? Yep. So many sweet people there. And I take requests. I totally take requests. Everybody wants all my drops, all my buttons. They want to make their own soundboard or whatever. Right. I-, I can't help you do that. But if you want to do that, that's great. But, like, I don't know. Somebody email me. I'll fucking figure it out, but legally, I it's it's serious property, and if you go make money, uh, or somebody you know makes a T-shirt, that DJ is the fucking best man <laughs> around.
1: How do you feel about the group, the musical group, Metallica?
0: I'm I'm okay with them. I met I met them.
1: Okay, so here's my thing, right? I like the match. If you were a diehard fan of Metallica and you were in the group of Metallica, you feel that Metallica should be paid obviously, for all the work that they did, right? Metallica famously went against Napster, which was a free downloading service back in the day. Our fans love us or love the bonfire, obviously, so much that they will pirate our shows and put them on YouTube. It's a gift and a curse at the same time. How do you feel about the whole thing? Because it it, it helps us because people get to listen to it and become fans if you're, uh, that that craft,
0: w- if you're that crafty that you could find how to get it for free, right? Go ahead, get it for free. But you're gonna tell somebody about it, but, and you need to have it. I mean, I mean, I have to say one thing because I work here. You know, I love uh, Sirius XM. It's, what is it?
1: Ten bucks a month? I mean,
0: I could just say my twin brother fucking watch, listens on YouTube and watches on YouTube. Right, right. So uh, yeah, I, I mean,
1: it's hard because you're you you you. It's cool when people try to put us into an underground type of market where people can get us uh, illegally and not have to pay for it. It's, it's kind of cool. You you, you have a, there's a certain sort of pride to that when you download that. Right. It's like listening to underground music, but at the same time, you want to do everything that you can to support your favorite show. When
0: I ex- when I tell somebody I work for SiriusXM and they and they say, "Oh, I let my subscription lapse," it's personally offensive to me. Is it really? Yeah, because. The, Alright, so you don't listen to comedy or talk Radio the, It's better radio Why the fuck wouldn't you call the guy back up And bargain with him and say Hey, I'm going to get Spotify If you don't make this $10 a month Right Little pro tip It's like buying a used car They want you They want you as listeners So they're going to bargain with exactly. you Exactly so They want to get you later it, on it, They the don't give a fuck The money that you're not re-upping And you're not continuing listening to Goddamn Jim and Sam in the morning I <laughs> Pete and Sebastian on uh, Fridays
1: all right, well, we're going to close this out. Uh, I want to thank White Lou, Lou Witzke, for coming on the program bonfire today. Bonfire for life, Black Lou, my boy. Bonfire for life. Listen, you know, I've told Big J this before because he asks me every now and then. I've had a lot of fun on a lot of shows at Sirius XM, but the bonfire has been the most fun. It's been... They, I mean, they've treated me so well. It's been so nice. It's been so happy. It's been... I couldn't ask for more, honestly. Fuck uh, you, Lou. But anyway... Black Lou here, Lewis Johnson here for the Loudcast, for the Bonfire. We will talk to you guys soon. This has been a version of everything but. Up next, Christine Evans from the Bonfire. Yep, confirmed her this week. Anyway, talk to you guys soon. Bye.